Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Well, welcome to the BDPAI Radio Show. This evening, it is the second Tuesday of the month, and it's June 9, 2015. Joining us in the virtual studio as co-hosts are Jayla Cruz and Wayne Hicks. Our studio engineer is Everaldo Gallimore, and we're very excited that joining us tonight as guests are Steve Brown, founder and CEO of STEM Stars. Our second guest is Masai Troutman, and Masai is with us, and he is the Chief Executive Officer of MTC Integration. And our third and final guest is Pamela Matthews, and Pamela is our president for National BDPA. So I am going to turn the microphone over to Jayla Cruz, who will begin our, with our very first interview. Jayla? Thank you. I will start out interviewing Steve Brown, founder and CEO of STEM Stars. Steve, how are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm excited to interview you, and I'd like our audience to know some highlights from your bio. So please allow me to just take a few moments to share your background. Oh, sure. STEM Stars is a next-generation e-learning platform that allows students to train, build, and crowdfund their projects in real time through the web. STEM Stars students also receive points and credits for activities in the community, which they can use for prizes from their corporate sponsors. SimStars was created not just to train students, but also to motivate them to create and build together. Students also have access to code mentors and successful leaders in science, technology, and marketing industries that provide guidance on learning and building incredible projects. SimStars are committed to educating the next generation of minds with real-world training and entrepreneurial skills for the future. Steve Brown is the founder-slash-CEO for SimStars. He looks to form strategic alliances with technology organizations such as BDPA. Our BDPA iRadio show listeners would love to learn more about his projects as well as some of his ideas for working together with BDPA in the future. So with that incredible bio, can you share with us how you first found out about BDPA and what has kept you involved? Absolutely. Um, I've known about uh, BDPA for a while. Um, You know, I have... Uh, a lot of friends that, you know, talk about the organization. And um, I met uh, Wayne Hicks, uh, actually, uh, you know, networking uh, through various channels through LinkedIn and Facebook. And um, 
And when I started, when we started communicating, uh, he would say, you know, hey, you should join the uh, the BDPA group. And I was like, absolutely. So uh, we just continued our, uh, you know, communication. And, um, you know, he's been telling me about all the great things that you all have been doing. And, um, you know, and as I mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of my friends have been, you know, talking about a lot of the uh, the, the projects and how you all, you know, work a lot with, um, you know, with students and scholarships and, you know, in various uh, alliances and things like that. So I've, I've known about uh, BDPA. Uh, I've been a you know been a fan of you guys for for quite a while, and uh, I definitely um, am looking forward to do more uh, work with BDPA, um, you know, as a whole with STEM Stars uh, in the future because uh, I definitely support uh, what you all are doing. In what types of ways do you visualize partnering with BDPA? What are some of your ideas that you'd like to see? Uh, come to fruition? Uh, what I would really like, um, like the long-term um, vision I would like to see uh, would be uh, a full integration, a full collaboration between uh, STEM stars and BDPA. Uh, I've talked with Wayne and, and I had some uh, communication and uh, emails with uh, some of the other um, you know executives at BDPA. Uh, I really would like to see an e-learning uh, collaboration between STEM stars and uh, BDPA with uh, with a lot of the students in various regions because uh, with STEM stars, uh, with the e-learning, obviously um, there are no borders. And I know that you know many of uh, you all are are a uh, you know a, a, a have a lot of different chapters all over the country. So um, my vision, what I would like to see is STEM stars and BDPA working together and. and us bringing a uh, e-learning solution uh, to kind of you know to to integrate uh, all the different regions and all the different students um, and and a real collaboration to where we could you know train and and uh, provide uh, these types of services for BDPA and really formulate a uh, a really nice alliance to uh, as a as an e-learning partner and uh, really just do some amazing things in the community because uh, I feel that you know our our youth are really uh getting uh you know getting getting left out of of you know real solutions that could really do a lot of and provide a lot of change uh in our community and and our you know, our students really need stem right now um you know i'm sure we'll we'll get into all of that um but we definitely i definitely would like to uh, see an alliance um you know happen as as uh, as quickly or you know as efficiently as we possibly can so in the very near future. Right, and it makes sense with all of the different chapters throughout the nation and in the movement that we're going into e-learning sounds like it's it's right on the brink of being something that could be very beneficial. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you know, I, with a lot of the tools that STEM Stars that we've built into STEM Stars, um, you know, and I'm sure we'll go into this as well. But um, you know, really giving incentive-based learning that, that really uh, makes kids, it, it encourages them to really want to learn. Um, you know, mm-hmm. by by completing tasks and completing, you know, code challenges and things like that. Um, you know, they're able to gain points and they're able to utilize those points, you know, for, for various things and uh, in their community for, for their families that really inspire them and encourage them to want to learn. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, sure, like I said, well, I'm sure we'll get into that but um, you know, a little bit later. But, you know, I think that's really been lacking in, in school, uh, in the school system is, is really 
is kids wanting to learn. Our school system right now seemingly, you know, this has been this way for a long time, and this is nothing, you know, to, to you know, to berate any of the school systems. But, you know, our school system right now is just kind of like give the kid the information, then take the test, and then, you know, put it on a test, and then they forget about it. You know, I feel with with incentive-based learning, you know, kids want to learn, and they're really inspired to learn. And I would love to, you know, we would love to, to really bring that into, uh, you know, into BDPA and other organizations as well. Now, in regards to the reward system, where did you, when you were first um, building and, and creating the idea and, and uh, formulating what the company is about, um, how did you be able to understand that there needed to be kind of like the incentive-based learning? That's a great question. You know, um, actually, my mother um, is has worked in education uh, for over 35 years, and uh, she actually oh. just uh, retired. Yeah, she worked in Montgomery County, um, which is one of the uh, one of the top school systems in America. Um, and you know, she she really was, uh, uh, you know, just uh, listening to her, of, of course, over the years, and just knowing, um, you know, listening to her t- convey about how you know, some of the things that, that really needed to happen, uh, in her professional opinion, uh, with with education. Um, you know, I've always had that 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 uh kind of that that voice in my in my mind or my head just to really talking about how, you know, how education could really be improved. And, you know, using my mother as a as kind of like a guideline you know, she she always talked about a lot of things that that her students um, that she felt would really in, improve her students, um, you know, capabilities and really kind of bring out the absolute best in them. And so, just just really, you know, listening to to her and and just uh, gaining more understanding of our education system. Um, you know, I just really wanted to create something that was really we felt could bring out the absolute best in a student. You know, to where they were self motivated. So really, you know, my mother working in education really uh, inspired me to really create something that I really that I truly felt could could inspire, you know, uh, uh, incentive and and, uh, and self motivation in students. Cool. So the um, the they have the ability to have the access to code mentors and successful mm-hmm. leaders. Can you tell me some mm-hmm. more about that? Sure. Um, really, um, the whole focus of STEM Stars is to uh, is to create the next generation of digital entrepreneurs. And as most entrepreneurs will tell you, um, you know, if you really want to to create a successful entrepreneur or person that's in business, you really have to have a mentor to really kind of navigate them through. Um, you know a lot of the, you know the the challenges and the, and the hurdles and, and a lot of the things that they have to would have to uh, to really know in order to be successful, and so um, I wanted to create a platform that really, you know, didn't just necessarily just teach the X's and O's of coding. I really wanted to create a program to where kids could actually have access to real CEOs, real uh, tr- successful people in technology who, you know, who've, who've seen it all, who've navigated through a lot of the, you know, the challenges, uh, who, you know, mm-hmm. really kind of, you know, led a path to to success. And, you know, that's something else that I really think that uh, that other, you know, other platforms have never really done before, and especially, you know, offering that to to our youth. 
um, you know, for most business coaches and things of that nature, you know, I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot of barriers you have to get to to actually, you know, be able to communicate with these people. We kind of we bring those individuals to to our students and and actually even our even our mentors that are our code mentors are communicating with some of these um, you know high end CEOs and, and a lot of these um, a lot of these successful people. To really, so everybody's really learning on STEM stars, um, you know. And every time I'm, you know, communicating with some of my colleagues, you know, I, I learn new things, and I, you know, I'm, I just really, you know, want everybody to be inspired and really learn on there from real mentors. So that's amazing. In terms of your success and where you are today, do you remember a mentor or someone who inspired you to be where you are now? Oh, absolutely. Um, Wow, I've had a very uh, had a very uh, extensive um, uh, work history, uh, entrepreneurial history. Um, I worked at uh, Black Entertainment Television. I was in media for a long time. You know, I've met uh, uh, um, Bob Johnson when I was younger. I I, um, I've worked with a lot of people that are just incredible business leaders who've kind of like started things from zero and just gotten them into like you know, into into phases where, you know, now they're going to IPOs and you know, I um mm-hmm. you know, recently I mean I work I talk a lot with um with a lot of, of CEOs. I'm here in Atlanta, um Atlanta Tech Village. Um as just recently I was just talking with some of the uh gentlemen from uh, uh a, a very popular video app called Glide. Um uh, I talked mm-hmm. with uh, some of the gentlemen from them. Um, you know, they're they're actually interacting with some of the uh, the students and, and some of our mentors um, you know they they've come in and you know created a, a system you know from scratch that you know that had five hundred thousand you know viewers I mean uh, five hundred thousand downloads and we you know we just worked with various um, just real entrepreneurs and I've I've really interact with people that I really feel um, that could really bring a lot to the table for 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 all of our students. Um, you know, for one individual to really highlight, um, it's just, it's really it's been a, a, a nice mix of, of several people that have really inspired me, and uh, and and as I mentioned, I'm, I'm meeting more you know more great entrepreneurs and business minds and technology minds. So it's kind of like you know I'm I'm still interacting, still learning, and, and still gaining knowledge, um, you know, with, with various people every day. Right, and I'm sure you've throughout your career you've made many mistakes that you've had to learn from. So what two lessons would you like to share with the BDPAI radio audience? Oh, absolutely. Wow, I could really uh, give a, a nice uh, playbook, play-by-play of, you know, what not to do, <laughs> what to do. You know, I, I really, you know, I think that's my responsibility as a as an entrepreneur as well is to, to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. share my knowledge because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, that are that are gaining knowledge, but they're not necessarily sharing it. Um, but me, you know, I am... Um, I could tell people a lot about, you know, pitfalls of, you know, how to technically bring on, make sure that you're bringing on the right people, um, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, make sure that, that uh, you as the business leader are are the business leader and really not looking for anybody else to, to lead, the, lead the ship. You know, you are the person that has to guide the whole situation. Like I've, I've been in positions and I've seen people that have kind of relied on, you know, their – uh, their engineer to kind of you know lead the business or, or to get things done. You know the business leader, the CEO, the founder has to be motivated, geared up, and ready to lead the ship every single day. You cannot look for anybody else, you know, whether technically or business wise, to to lead, you know, lead and guide this whole the whole project. 
you know, the, the, the CEO, the founder has to, to motivate everyone. Um, you know, I've, I've seen situations where um, other companies have taken money too early. I've, I was with a startup that, um, you know, that, that took a lot of money very early and never really completed their product. And then, of course, they were in a, a very precarious situation with their investors because they never got their product done. So that's a major pitfall. I would definitely tell people, you know, some of my experience and things that I've seen, always get your product done first. Before you take any money, before you're really sitting down with investors, you know, make sure that your your product is always A-class then you can start taking, you know, looking at investors and things like that. So, you know, pitfalls and, and you know, one day I'm going to write a book and, you know, and, and really get, you know, really do a whole play-by-play of, uh, you know, what not to do. But just some of, just a couple of those examples, um, I know startups kind of deal with that quite a bit. You know, looking for other, some folks look for others to kind of lead the ship and, you know, guide and, you know, and, and make make uh, uh, key decisions. No, you know, the leader has to do that. And then also, to you know, make sure you always get your product done first. You know, you don't need a lot of money to get a good product done. Get your product done first and then then look for the financing. So that's uh, those, are, those are two key, uh, two key tips I, I would definitely tell people to uh, watch out for. Okay, those are great. Those are great tips. Very important things and lessons that the audience can learn from. Um, one of my questions that I have for you is through research um, from your social media, I see a lot of electronic, like futuristic-looking cars. <laughs> can you tell <laughs> yeah, me what, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm um, I'm a big uh, concept car person. Um, I love. Mm-hmm. You know, innovation. I was actually um, just a quick story. I uh, I'm a CES judge. Um, I go out mm-hmm. to well, they you know they fly me out to Las Vegas every year, um, and I judge the top technology products um, for for that upcoming years. Every January at CES, uh, I encourage everybody to please go to CES um, www.cesweb.org and just see some of the innovation and, and cars and technology that's out there. Um, you know, I'm a huge, huge car, uh, a concept car, you know, fanatic. I guess you want to say. Um, I was, uh, I was, uh, when I was at CES, I actually judged and got to test drive inside the self-driving Audi car um, that drove from Palo Alto to Las Vegas. And uh, you know, oh, wow. I, I yeah, it, it's it's amazing. I mean, I'm I'm an incredible car fan, and um, you know, I'm just really big on innovation and. There's just so many incredible things happening with, you know, with automobiles now. You know, you have you have cars now being made out of, you know, out of out of plastics that, you know, mm-hmm. that that are uh, stronger than steel, but only one tenth of the weight. I mean, just you know, just just things I saw at CES and things that I've really seen, um, you know, as far as concept cars and and uh, just innovation as a whole is just mind blowing. I'm just so passionate about it. Just live, breathe for it. It's it's awesome. So. <laughs> That's good. It's good. <laughs> so, Steve, um, in the remaining moment, would you like to just share, um, as we wrap up here, just maybe a final thought for the BDPAI radio audience? Um, yeah. Um, you know, wow. Uh, just really stay focused. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it could be a bit cliche as to say, hey, you know, just believe in yourself. But honestly, you know, as an entrepreneur, I can guarantee you, you know, there's going to be for every you're going to hear, you're always going to hear from various people, you know, strangers, people close to you, just all walks of life. You're always going to hear why it's not going to work. You know, the the focus that you should always, always, always have is why it will work. I mean, I've had, you know, engineers tell me why stuff wouldn't work. I've had, you know, I've had people close to me tell me why it wouldn't work. And, and my whole focus has always just been why it why it can work, how it can work. I don't I don't ever like to discuss why it won't work. Everybody knows why something won't work. There are very few people out here that focus on why something will work. And I feel that those are the people that really break ground, that really, you know, mm-hmm. really disrupt and really, you know, take you know, take things to that next level. And um, you know, I just you know, and, and another thing that I kind of like a, another mantra mantra that I live by is always, always, always get your product done. You know, don't talk about it. Always just be focused and be about getting your product done um, because, you know, product is king. You know, you, right. you, you cannot, there is no substitute for a good product. You know, and, and you know, people live by those those two mantras of, you know, just have selective hearing about, you know, just ignore why it won't work, focus on why it will work, and just always, always, always get your product done, because most, because ninety-five percent of people, you know, just talk. You want to be the person that does, and when you have that, you know, you will always be, you know, you'll always be in the absolute best position possible. So that's right. uh. <laughs> so you, hey, hopefully, y'all can feel my passion because I, I just, I just live for technology. I'm a tech writer. Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote. You know, thousand tech. I wrote a thousand articles in technology uh, in in one year alone. I've just lived for this stuff. Digitalafro.com. So, all right. <laughs> so, That's amazing. So. It's exciting that you have so much passion, and it was a pleasure to listen and learn from you today. And I again, I thank you for being a guest today on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, and uh, I look uh, look forward to, to collaborating with uh, BDPA and everybody soon. So, uh, if anyone wants to contact me. My email address is Steve Brown at stemstars.org, and uh, you can definitely you can check us out um, on Twitter at stemstarscode. So, anyone, please, you know, feel free to reach out to me anytime. All right, thank you so much, Steve. Thanks a lot. Now, have a great day. Thanks you too. And now, a word right. from our sponsor. All right. BDPA is the premier organization for people of African-American descent in the information technology industry. BDPA exists to advance the careers of African-Americans in the IT industry from the classroom to the boardroom. You can find BDPA on group site, Twitter, and Facebook. Well, welcome back to the BDPA iRadio show. A very dynamic and interesting interview. Thank you, Jayla. Thank you, Steve. Lots of energy. And we are now going to begin our second interview. I'm Fran McNeil, and I'll be interviewing Masai Troutman, Chief Executive Officer of MTC Integration. Masai, how are you this evening? Doing well, Fran. I I appreciate an opportunity to be here to uh, share that information with the audience. Oh, I am so glad that you're taking a little bit of time out of your evening. I want to welcome you to the show, and very similar to what Jayla did, 
I want to share with our listening audience your bio so they know a little bit about you. So just give me a moment to do that. EDPA is proud to announce that MTC Integration renewed its corporate sponsorship for the third year in a row. MTC has been in operation for 18 years, providing enterprise business systems, IT training, and data integration services globally. They're based in Metro D.C., Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Their hub zone and ISO 20,000 certified, and they support many federal agencies, including the Army and the Navy. And BDPA really appreciates the efforts of Masai Troutman as he reaches out to engage college students in BDPA. Over the past three years, Masai's funding has been used to sponsor memberships in almost a dozen colleges around the nation. Masai is a past member of BDPA Detroit Chapter, and he's currently a member of BDPA Washington, D.C. Chapter. And, of course, I am very, very proud to announce that you plan to attend the 2015 National BDPA Technology Conference in Washington, D.C. later this year. In fact, in August, which is not that far away. So, Masai, again, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And um, I just wanted to know sort of how did you – First, find out about BDPA. I know you have a long history with our organization, but what was that very first connection? Yeah, uh, thank you, Fran. Uh, The very first connection with uh, BDPA was uh, back in 1993 when I graduated from from Kentucky State University. I was in computer science, came out top computer scientist, and I wanted to – I had a passion for learning. Uh, and I wanted to keep that going as a as an adult, as a working class adult, not in school any further. Um, so I sought out like where you know what where could I go and get education as an adult, and and as an African American, I wanted to you know, kind of learn in, in a like you know a like environment that I that I was accustomed to, and uh, I searched out and I, I found a BDPA chapter in Detroit, in Detroit, Michigan. And I attended a conference and some um, educational sessions, and I was very pleased. I think back then it was about client about client server technology, and uh, it, you know I I was very appreciative of the knowledge that that was being shared in this session, and it, I got what I what I sought. Wow, client server! Wow, <laughs> back in technology the day. <laughs> has changed. Right, back in the day. Um, uh, I guess uh, tower computers were really towers. They were kind of really yeah. big, big, big things. Uh, <laughs> exciting. So technology has changed, and yet your passion for learning and sharing that learning with others has not. In, in fact, it really sounds as if it's grown. Um, tell us a little bit about how you started your company and why MTC um, exists? Yeah, um, after uh, leaving after leaving grad school, I went to Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. Uh, I worked for Anderson Consulting. <clears throat> I did that for a couple years, and I realized by working for them, this world class organization. Uh, I was one of the senior um, consultants there. 
and they had a lot of younger uh, staff that I was overseeing. And I said, hold up, I can do this. I can put together my own team, and we could compete with these guys at better prices. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's what I did back in 1997. Um, I used some money from my retirement. Uh, I was still very young, but I had accumulated uh, I said somewhere over $10,000. I took that, and I, and I funded my first um, contract. You know, my training, I, I went out and got training, and I, I did some marketing, and I landed my first contract with the Digital Equipment Corporation in Boston. Wow. And, and that started wow. in TC. Oh, wow. I, I really admire the planning, uh, the preparation, and then the leveraging of knowledge and uh, talent. And uh, so you invested in yourself to get that first contract with DEC. What happened yes. next? Yes, and, and, and that, that's one of my messages that I share with people. you got to be able to be committed enough to invest in yourself. Right? A lot of, a lot of um, people out there say, hey, my company won't pay for me to get this training in whatever cybersecurity or whatever the hot technology is. is. I'm like, hey, I, I say to them, you you got to look to do it for yourself. Get on forums. You know, look to see if you, you know, you can pull together some financing. Go get it yourself. You know, don't ask somebody to do something for you you can do for yourself. You know, so mm-hmm. so after I did Digital Equipment Corporation, um, I started bidding on federal contracts, and I eventually I won a contract with the Department of Interior to modernize a, a system and, and implement a .NET, like a, a web-based solution from a from a like a, a legacy mainframe type solution. So I mean that that was the, the first contract I ever bid on. I partnered with a guy from Microsoft and a guy from another gentleman from Anderson. So collaboration is always important in order to win deals. And I knew that even back then for my first bid and, and we won the first bid that we ever put out. We won it. And and from there, we just kept. I just kept coming to go, flying to D.C., going to conferences, and my strategy was always: once I won a multi-year deal, I was going to be in. I was going to relocate to Washington D.C., and, and that's what we did back in um, 2000. And, uh, I'm going to say 2004, 2005. We won a multi-year Army contract to manage uh, SAP, large-scale management systems, uh, finance, logistics. Um, human resource type systems for the army, and and we st- we set up shop here in D.C. and it's just been growing ever since. Um, with me- I have mentors who help me, and, and I and I try to espouse it to other uh, adults and to youth to get them into IT, uh, into SAP as a software tool set, um, doing programming, doing analysis work, doing testing, doing. Uh, quality assurance, I mean, all type of aspects of IT, I try to expose people to based on their interests and their skills. Well, that's that's a a really great segue back into BDPA. I mean, the the DNA of BDPA is education. Um, It's training. It's volunteering. Um, and it's from the classroom to the boardroom. So as you set your strategy um, to invest in yourself, to collaborate, uh, to leverage mentors, to give back to the community, how did you interact with BDPA, um, and how does that bring you 
to where you are today in your relationship with BDPA? Yeah, um, as, as I was working on putting together our curriculum that would help us satisfy our customers' needs, so the Army and Navy and all these guys, they're all, they all need logistic systems. So, I mean, I kind of, um, I, we kind of went off and we were just working on it as a company, um, but I always had my eye on BDPA. I would always check the website. I periodically would go to the conferences. Um, but just over the last few years, it really started to, you know, as I started doing more recruiting, um, we do staffing as well, um, administrative and technical staffing. Um, I couldn't find the resources that we needed, and the resources I found, a lot of them, um, that the communication wasn't there. And I, I said, I mean, where are, where, is the, where are the pool of African Americans? And I was like, and I told myself, I need to check out BDPA. So I, that, that started gaining more interest in my mind saying, hey, I need to touch base with BDPA because I need to increase my pool of resources <clears throat> to fulfill these, these requirements because they're going unfulfilled currently. I mean, all type of roles, um, well-paying roles that could transform people's economic and, and, and you know, social life, livelihoods um, are going un, unfulfilled. And I said, I'd like to tap into the African-American uh, community as a pool. And, and and that that drew me back to to working with uh, BDPA, and I want to keep that going and really grow um, working with youth and adults, and, and that's what I like about BDPA because you you extend youth, and you you work with adults in, in education as well. Absolutely, and you you currently, uh, you know, I know that we are by virtue of the technology with internet radio recording this conversation. So I <laughs> I love the fact that you as an employer, you as an African American technology leader, um want to help provide opportunities to African Americans who have technology skills and um you know BDPA is a resource for you. And in fact you're doing this in a very specific way. You've done this in a very specific way over the last three years in terms of sponsoring uh, memberships at colleges around the country. And you plan on being involved in the technology conference coming up um this year. What does that look like for you um in twenty fifteen and maybe even for twenty sixteen? Okay. Um, right now, I just started, and we completed um, over the last three months a mentoring and tutoring uh, program with an elementary school here in Frederick, Maryland. We plan on expanding it, where we had we had um, black men from all walks of life. We had entrepreneurs, we had teachers, we had I- IT professionals go into the schools and work with these considered these boys considered high risk. It was all African American boys, and we promoted characteristics of um, working with the, of, of hard work, of being um, attention to detail, of being uh, a listening, of being respectful, of communicating um, your ideas in a, respect, in a respectful, orderly manner. Everything that they'll need to be a professional, an IT professional as well, um, because we focused in on math and helping them to be able to read, uh, and the tutorial piece was, was uh, a foundation of what we did as well as the uh, professional characteristics. I want to sp- 
spin that in and get the kids into building their own video games. Um, a lot of them like Minecraft. We want to be able to teach them how to customize that and, and how to build their own video games. Things that they're interested in is what I want to I want to um, transition this into. So I would always tell them, hey, you're learning math, you're learning functions, you're learning um, uh, you know, how to lo- use logic in your reasoning. That's very important. You're going to need it when we start getting into building video games, and they, the boys will all get excited. So <laughs> this is part of my big vision uh, of where I want to go with with uh, BD, working with BDPA and the resources and a lot of the talented people are part of BDPA. I want to expand this. We have black men coming into these schools, um, helping them in, in other aspects than what the boys are used to seeing, a lot of black men helping with sports and other things mm-hmm. like that. But academics, you know, STEM that's where I want them to see us because we are them and they are us. So, I mean, that's that's my vision. And some people have tried to steer me away from it. I'm like, no, no, no. It needs to be black men working with these black boys in this fashion. Well, very, very powerful. Um, Masai, I am really feeling very honored that you are sharing time with us tonight. And as the interview, uh, the time draws to a close, I'm wondering what are two lessons that like that you'd like to share with the listening audience, uh, given the perspective that you have? Yeah, I'm going to say, um, again, uh, uh, be ready to invest in yourself. Don't wait for anybody else. You know, once you declare, hey, I want to be an IT professional, seek out the forums, go online, start to uh, establish those relationships that can help you move in in those directions. Um, I share that with my family members. I share that with my friends. A lot of them say, hey, how can I get into IT? And and I I share that that with them. And as well as being an entrepreneur for all these years, um, your financing, you got to get it before you need it. All right, mm-hmm. and I'm in I'm in uh, the federal market, so clearances matter. So um, people uh, are not getting clearances and and not getting good jobs because their credit is is bad, and and they can't get the clearance that they need to get this good job. So I'm say, hey, pay attention to your finances, pay attention to your credit, because that could a lot of times that's the only thing stopping you from getting that that IT job that could be you know, your your career-changing opportunity. Very good point. Very good point. Well, Masai, thank you so much for your time. Uh, really appreciate you supporting BDPA. I do want to share with our listening audience that if they'd like to learn more about your company, they can find you on the web at Masai-Tech, which is M A S. AI-TECH.com. You are on LinkedIn. And um, are you on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. I'm on. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you're not on yet. LinkedIn. And, okay, okay. And given what you do, um, certainly uh, your people accessing you through your website and finding you on LinkedIn is totally appropriate. Um, I did want to that you do have a training package, a global alliance 
to provide certifications and training virtually um, and classroom services uh, at a discounted price through globalknowledge.com. And so, yes. um, you know, again, you are really providing uh, a lot of support to people in the community, and thank you so much for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And so we're going to take a brief moment to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be back and interviewing Pamela Matthews. The BDPA, the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, a nonprofit organization that exists for the sole purpose of funding BDPA programs, scholarships, and services Wait. around the nation. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash BDPA Foundation, or Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash BDPA. Hi, we are back in we are back in the studio, Pamela. I am so glad that you are joining us this evening. I know that Wayne Hicks is um, uh, all available, and uh, I am going to get the interview started. Um, so much is going on right now, and Pamela, I just wanted to say number one, thank you for being on our show, and number two. I wanted to ask you what is going on with BDPA that you would like to share with us um, from your perspective as National BDPA President. Um, There's quite a bit going on with National BDPA right now. We are in the midst of launching our branding, um, which we're very excited about. We have a new look and feel. And over the remainder of this year and first quarter of next year, we'll be largely focusing on the other part of branding, which is rejuvenating our programs, introducing some new items and member benefits, as well as, you know, increasing our strategic partners and being able to really set up our organizations for success that we all know that it's achieved over the last 40 years to take us into the next 40 years. Right. That this year will be the 40th year of BDPA, and there is a lot of celebrations going on around that. Um, when I know earlier this year we had an opportunity to um, interview Earl Pace, um, one of the co-founders of the organization, and in June of 2015, as you mentioned, a number of new initiatives are happening. Um, we're, we're less than 90 days away from the 40th um, anniversary. So I understand that there are some opportunities for people who want to be members of BDPA. Can you share with our audience um, some of the incentives that BDPA is offering as part of the branding process? Of course, I'm very excited to share those. Um, what we're doing is we're looking for all of our members from the last four years, and we want to make sure that they re-engage with us if they have lost touch. And in doing that, we're offering our expired members from as far back as we go free membership for the month of June. And they would simply go to our website, 
sign up for membership and use the discount code of June only. And this will allow them to renew their membership for one year with us. And with everything that we have going on for this year and the beginning of next year, we anticipate that they will be excited about this reengagement and that they will go out and share the news of what BDPA is doing for the next 40 years. That is excellent. In fact, because I get this advance notice as one of the hosts of BDPA iRadio, I went to the website to check it out, and I thought, oh, my goodness. Anyone who was a member of BDPA can get a full year. I mean, Pamela, depending on the person's prior status, that value is extremely high. So that is a very generous offer um, and very excited that that's available to people. What about conference registration, especially since we're less than 90 days away from the conference? What opportunities are out there? Sure. To insert our members, corporate partners, students, new friends, we are offering our conference registration price at only 40% of the cost. So the current price is $1,000. We're offering it for $400 for the month of June. And you would simply go to the website, register for the conference, and when it is time to check out, you put in the discount code of 40% for 40 years, and the discount will take effect, and you will receive that 60% price reduction. You will only pay 40%. Wow. And we're excited. Very. We believe that it's a generous value, but we believe that it is important to have as many of our BDPA family members at our conference this year to celebrate with us. Absolutely, absolutely. And I... I the conference agenda is just action-packed. I mean, there really is something for everyone and all aspects of um, the programming are being featured. So it's a a very um, exciting time. Now, a few people have contacted me and said, okay, Fran, I've got my registration. I, you know, I'm, I'm back as a member. Um, I'm able to get to the conference at a reduced price because of the 40% for 40 years code. Um, but where am I going to stay? So, Pamela, I thought I would just, you're, you're the national BDPA president, so I thought I'd put that question out for you um, if people have concerns in terms of housing, uh, conference lodging. Well, we have a number of accounts for travel as well as our discount for housing. The conference is located at the Washington Hilton, and the rooms um, are reduced to $189 for conference attendees, and I believe that expires sometime in in July or late July, so it's better to go ahead and reserve your room now, but we also have travel discounts, I believe, from some of the airlines as well to assist with um, everybody getting to D.C. Excellent, excellent. Very, very generous. Now, one note that I saw on the press release that kind of caught my eye and thought, you know, this is truly a reflection of the big BDPA family. You're actually asking people to bring to the conference or upload to the BDPA website BDPA memorabilia and or pictures from the past 40 years. Can you can you share a little bit about 
where that's coming from and why that is um, part of the branding effort and why now for the conference? Well, it's very important to know because we have such a rich history as BEPA. And I think that all of us would miss a great deal of our history if we didn't see where we came from and compare it to where we are now and where we're planning to go in the future. So, yes, we will have a landing page where people can upload information, but we're also asking people to bring things. So it's interesting because um, when I talked to our co-founder, Earl Case, and I told him this, he said that um, his wife would probably be very happy that he would be bringing (laughs) a ton of DDPA memorabilia to the conference. And, you know, ideally we'd like to have a walk down memory lane where people can just see what we did then, what we're doing now, and what we're planning to do. Oh, that is fantastic. Pamela, I'm again, I'm, I'm really very excited that you're on the show. I am going to open up the mic so that Jayla, um, me, my co-host, can ask questions. And before I do that, I wondered if there was a specific message that you wanted to share um, to the listening audience or a, a summary message um, from, you know, from your role as National BEPA President. What I'll say about National BDPA president is something that one of the previous speakers mentioned is that it is a day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-by-minute role. And it's a great responsibility, but it is a great opportunity. And what I would ask of everyone listening and even to share with others is that BDPA is rejuvenating our brand. We want you to be there with us not only to watch, but also to participate. So we are always looking for volunteers. We're looking for corporate partners. We're looking for strategic partners. And most of all, we're looking for our members because they are what is most valuable to this organization. So I ask that everyone join me at the conference, but it's not limited to that. It's open to every day. So if you have an idea, you have a question, you have a suggestion, you want to be involved, feel free to contact me or the national office if I'm unavailable. I'm at president at bdpa.org, and I try to get back to people in a timely manner. I might need a day or two sometimes, but I am definitely open and excited to hear from everyone. Wow, that is that is wonderful and very inspiring, and I, I definitely can attest to the fact that you're available and open to ideas, um, and really leverage the leadership within the organization that volunteer leadership and energy. I've opened up the mic, um, Jayla. Uh, you are now live. So, um, you know, Pamela, one of the things about BPA is um, we do all have an opportunity to volunteer, and I was so excited when Jella joined our team. Um, she is actually a longtime BDPA member, um, and part of her connection, and Jella, I'll have you share it, comes through the HSTC. Jella? Would you share just very briefly your story with Pamela, and then um, please feel free to ask a question. Sure. Uh, My story was that I found out about uh, BDPA through my father, who had, um, he 
found out about the program by sitting in on um, maybe a panel discussion, I think it was. And so he came back home and told me about the program, and he said that it would be a great program to get involved with. And so that was where I first learned about BDPA. And after um, being in the program, I it was really interesting to see how a how to code a website. I had no idea that it was something that you could do locally at home with a laptop or a home computer. I didn't know that the World Wide Web could be you could make make a website to put online. So that was really cool, and I, it was really neat to be able to learn how to structurally work with a team and to um, be able to go from having requirements to put on the website to designing the graphics for the website and then to actually code and create the website and then see the pro the final product. So overall, the experience for me with participating in the program has been very beneficial within my college career, uh, within my personal and professional career as well, being able to reach out to individuals that I connected with in the program to be able to uh, do other projects within the community. I know that uh, Wayne Hicks has been of great support um, as well as other members within the program who have also helped out with other professional opportunities that I've worked on. And so overall, it's just been a great opportunity. So I really appreciate the volunteers and the sponsors and all of the people that are really involved with keeping the program going and helping other students to be successful. And so, Jayla, you're actually um, one of the past HSCC winners that have been asked to come back uh, to the conference to share your experiences. And um, you're based in Indianapolis. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in coming back and having a chance to be part of this 40th year celebration. Um, what are what are you looking to, in in some sense, give as well as get? Um, because you are part of BDPA history. Sure, I'm looking to be able to. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the rebrand. That's going to be really interesting. So I'm really excited for the rejuvenation. If that's a word. <laughs> the the <laughs> the rejuvenation of the uh, BDPA brand. So I know that um, behind the scenes, so much exciting projects are going on for the future of BDPA. So I'm looking forward to see to seeing that um, and meeting with other people who are going to be a part of rebranding and uh, moving the program forward. Um, and then also sharing my insight with some of the younger students um, and then uh, building more uh, networking as well. Excellent. And um, Pamela, I'm going to open up the line. You had an opportunity to hear Steve Brown, who was our first guest, and Masai Troutman, who was our second guest. And um, I, I think what I'll just do is Masai, as the second guest, um, do you have a question for Pamela, and then I'll open it up to Steve, um, and then um, we'll just do a, a final wrap-up on the show in terms of getting ready for the national conference. So, Masai, I'll turn the mic over to you. 
Okay. Uh, thank you. And uh, first of all, I want to say, Pam, thank you for the great work that you're doing. Thank you. And Thanks for your support my, and partnership. <laughs> and my question is, um, regarding working with uh, like, uh, local elementary schools and middle schools around the country, um, how has uh, BDPA um, done that effectively like, o over the, the last, you know, two decades? Uh, how are you getting to the local level? Well, we have several local chapters, and they are our front line. So they are the people that are in the community on a daily basis. It's where they live and work. It's also the engagement into BDPA. So a lot of what has happened, and I won't say over the last two decades, but I'll say even more recently, is we are focused on building our pipeline, and that is one of the branding initiatives that you'll hear about is called BDPA Connect. And we were focusing on it at a college level, and we've already had high school programs. But to take it even a step further, we started to think about where does that BBPA future member student start, and it starts much earlier. So we have children that are in middle school that are coming to the programs and getting training, although they won't be able to compete, but they are building their strength and their talent to be prepared for when they are old enough. So at this point, that's, that's our, our plan, is to continue that pipeline. But, you know, listening to you with programs like you have and STEM Stars, it's great to be able to have partners like yourself to be able to get more insight into opportunities that may exist for BDPA. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank great. You. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. High, and, and thank you, Pamela, that excellent uh, response. And, uh, you know, it's, again, it's, kind of, it's exciting to hear, again, a glimpse of what is coming. And, uh, Steve, um, uh -huh. with STEM stars, uh, you have an opportunity to ask a question of Pamela Matthews, oh, the president of National Can, can you hear me? Can, can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, um, I uh, I just wanted to uh, just ask Pamela for her uh, contact info again. Uh, you said it was president at bdpa.org? Yes, and I actually sent you an email earlier. Okay, great. So awesome. you should have my information. I know that um, between us regarding a strategic alliance, so I did send you my information in case you had any questions specifically for me. Okay, awesome. I'm going to uh, reach out to you uh, very soon. And this has been a great experience. I, I just want to say, you know, I, I just <laughs> I just really enjoy, you know, talking with everybody. And um, this is, uh, let's, let's keep this going. I agree. And this is just a small example of what happens on a local level in a chapter meeting, um, it happens virtually. I know um, many of the chapters have virtual programs, teleconferences, webinars, where BDPA members are sharing information, building relationships, exchanging ideas. Um, it happens online as BDPA members post information, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, 
um, blogs, LinkedIn, um, and it continues to happen nationally. And, of course, for those of you that know me, I am now referring to the national, the annual national, um, which is coming up this year in August in Washington, D.C., where people physically get together all under one roof to share ideas, whether it's the high school computer competition, it's the IT showcase um, where uh, college students and students with master's degrees share information, whether it's the plenary sessions or workshops, there's lots of information. So as Pamela mentioned, um, BDPA is being very proactive in encouraging anyone who has had a membership with BDPA to renew that membership. And as an incentive, the membership will be complimentary as long as you go to www.bdpa.org and use the code JUNEONLY, which of course suggests that you need to do it now because we're in the month of June. Um, You can also register to attend the conference and receive... um, a special conference price of only $400 if you go to the website, bdpa.org, and use the code 40% for 40 years. And then um, BDPA has arranged travel discounts through national airlines and through the hotel. So when you go to the conference page on the website, you can get that information. And then if you have been attending the conferences or have been a member at BDPA, when you come to the conference, bring your memorabilia so that we can have sort of that walk down memory lane and really stay connected as BDPA members. So I want to, again, thank Pamela for being on the show. It's very exciting. Your leadership is definitely appreciated and it's very inspiring. Thank you for doing what you're doing and continue um, to do what you do. Um, And I want to thank you for being on the show, Pamela. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. And Steve, thank you for being on the show as well. So, Jayla, Excellent. You and I are going to close out the show by thanking all of our guests. Um, Our guests were Steve Brown, founder and CEO of STEM Stars, Masai Troutman, Chief Executive Officer of MTC Integration, and Pamela Matthews, President of National BDPA. Jayla, as you know, our show airs the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. And so on June the 23rd, we will be back on the air at 8.30 p.m. to um, interview additional guests. Jayla, as we wrap up, and because the National Conference is so close, um, what would be a final thought that you would have to share with our listening audience about the National Conference just in case they have not already registered yet. Sure. I would say to head over to www.bdpa.org, take a look around the website, become familiar with some of the amazing opportunities that there are to offer. 
Um, remember to register for the conference on August 18th through the 22nd at the Washington Hilton in Washington, D.C. It's going to be an exciting year for the conference, which is the evolution of IT, embracing the digital future. Excellent. Well, that wraps up our show. I want to thank Wayne Hicks, the Executive Director of DETF. I want to thank Everaldo Gallimore for being our studio engineer and making sure that behind the scenes BDPA iRadio is functioning well. Thank you, Jayla, for being a co-host tonight. It's been really exciting um, to see you, you know, contribute to the show and bring the Midwest into the mix. Um, I know the regional leaders of uh, the Midwest are very proud. And um, I also want to thank our other co-hosts, Ron Story and Timothy Butts, who will be joining us on future shows. So we are going to wrap up with a reminder about the National Conference coming up, and we look forward to seeing everyone in or talking with everyone in the next two weeks. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. BDPA iRadio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.